Hello, my empowered family. I'm so glad you are here. Welcome to the Empowered Entrepreneur Podcast. This is your host, Haley David. This podcast is for you, the ambitious woman building the life and business of your dreams. Tune in every Tuesday for your weekly up level as I bring you a new value packed episode. Welcome back to another episode of the Empowered Entrepreneur Podcast. This is your host, Haley David. And today, our special guest is Carol Hampshire. Hi, Carol. Hey, Haley. Thanks for having me. So excited to have you here. And today, Carol is going to be talking about building a soul-aligned brand. I would love if you would share with our audience something interesting about yourself that most people don't know. Okay. So, Haley, your listeners might realize that I don't have an American accent. I'm actually from South Africa, and that's the cause for the different kind of accent. So um, in Cape Town, which is a city in South Africa, there is this race. And what they do is that they, people swim from Robben Island, where Nelson Mandela was in prison for so long, and they need to swim to shore, which takes around, depending on how fast you are, this is about three hours swim. The swim is in really cold water, so it's about 50 degrees Fahrenheit. And most people don't swim without a wetsuit. So I, that is my one thing that people might, might not know about me is that I actually was a long distance swimmer and I swim in cold water. And that area stretch of, of water is actually, you know, there's big fish in there, uh, as in sharks, as in dangerous, as in hypothermia. So I swam from Robben Island unassisted without a wetsuit right the way to, to the beach. So the reason why I did that, because actually it's not that far as long distance swimming goes, it's not that far, but I wanted to really push myself in terms of my mental strength, because that is what's going to get you. And I honestly was, I found myself in the middle of the ocean. Obviously I have a backup of a boat next to me. So please don't think that I was just doing this on my own because it was a fun thing to do. There was obviously um, controls restrictions as well. And if there was any problems, there was um, a boat support to, to take me out the water. But literally, I looked up and I was in the middle of nowhere, in the middle of the ocean, freezing cold. I did get hypothermia, well, it was mild hypothermia, which is understandable. And like I said, it was just, I did it because I really wanted to push my mindset. And I'm a huge believer in pushing yourself to the limit. In fact, Nelson Mandela says, it's impossible until it is done. It's one of my favorite quotes. So I think even as entrepreneurs or soon to be entrepreneurs, I think we should always keep that in our minds. It's always impossible until it's done. So that's why I kind of did that. I love that. That's so incredible, Carol. I had no idea. And I'm curious, when you were in the middle of the ocean, kind of looking around, you're cold. How did you power through? I, I would love to tell you I did easily. I had a full-on panic attack and I freaked out. And I, my body went into shutdown mode just out of sheer panic. And this was me thinking that I was in a dangerous situation. I was not. There was nothing around me that would have hurt me. The cold was not going to put me in some kind of medical distress at all. But it took me a while to realize I was safe. I actually was safe and I'm okay. And I can do this because it's only me. No one else can, can kind of drag me and take me to the shore, right? I had to dig really deep. So the, the short answer is I had to really dig very, very deep. And 
I think the more that we do that in our lives and push ourselves maybe physically and mentally, then when it comes to showing up on social media or launching new products or services or speaking to a client that you think is out of your league, it becomes easier to do that because you have that in the, in the confidence. I, I swam in shark-infested waters. In other words, I can handle a conversation with the client. I can do this or I can handle being rejected by somebody or whatever life throws to, at us. Um, there's always that inner spark that says, I can do this. I can do it. And it's not easy. Uh, I think we've all been there and we all have doubt, doubt ourselves quite a lot, but it does give us that inner self-worth that we all really need to stand out as entrepreneurs. I totally agree. That's so badass. And I love how you said, I swam in shark-infested waters. <laughs> Why should I be afraid of rejection or these mm -hmm. things? That's so powerful. And I 100% agree. So tell us a little bit more about your business, what you do and why you do it. So I've actually been running my own business for over 23 years. I started very young and I started my career as a graphic designer, designing business cards and letterheads, you know, back in the day when we still used them. And then I progressed and changed my business model. I think around five years ago, I decided to really niche myself because I was designing websites, but I found that there was no soul in the website, right? And the more I discovered the incredible energy that my clients had that made them so successful. So it's more than just creating a program or selling a product. What makes some people so magnetic? And how are they able to attract their clients with such ease and other people really struggle? And that comes down to a couple of things. And one thing I really believe, and this is why I, I, I'm doing this as a career, is that I think the more that as a business person, you really get to know what your true life purpose is, and you are doing that life purpose. And that's somehow reflected in your branding, that people get that. So the brand is just like an amplifier of your purpose, right? I don't create a brand for someone that doesn't have that beautiful energy that destiny that they are doing. It's impossible. I just, so I was doing that for a while before people would kind of realize that actually I'm doing this as a purpose. This is my um, life mission to do versus, hey, I want to just earn money and I want to coach people. I want to coach people that are, are getting over incredibly hard breakups. For example, if that is your business model, you're doing it because you're coming from a space of that happened to me. I recovered I'm able to support other people in that in their lives with my knowledge. That is soul aligned. That means that you are here for a divine purpose. And I think that we all have that kind of desire in us. And we probably don't realize that we are doing that. And it doesn't matter what you are doing. It really does not matter. Even if you have a, a company that is washing dogs right? Or a dog parlor or something like that, or a beauty salon. Let's just look at a beauty salon, for example. How beautiful is it, the gift to give a woman a feeling of that they are being pampered and loved and they are enjoying self-care. They're not painting nails. They're giving women the chance to really love themselves on a deep level. So as soon as you shift that focus, 
the person is then aligned to their purpose. They realize what they're actually doing and there's an absolute joy that comes out. And I find that is what I love to do with my clients. I like to tap into that and I like to sometimes turn the tables and say, do you realize actually what you're doing? Now I'm helping people earn more money in their business. No, you're not. You're actually giving joy to people, you know, because money is so secondary to actually living a life of purpose. So I support people to really get down and dirty into their core purpose and really get aligned to that because I can't create you or I couldn't create a brand for anyone. I don't think that is magnetic unless they have that um, connection with themselves. And this is my purpose. And I know what I want to do for people. I love that. That's so powerful. And I agree, you know, personally, the first business I ever started, it was a cleaning company. And I remember when I was starting it, I was like, it's so much bigger than cleaning. It's yes, I have a cleaning company, but I'm not selling cleaning. I'm giving people their time back. I'm giving working moms the ability to come home and enjoy time with their family and not have to stress about cleaning their home and cleaning the bathroom. I just love your perspective around that because do I feel like a cleaning company was my life's purpose? No, but I believe it was purposely placed in my life to get me to where I am now. And even though it wasn't my life's purpose, I could still infuse my soul into it and make sure that it was a soulful business. I think the bottom line is that whatever, wherever you are on your journey, you could be starting out in the entrepreneurial journey and you might not know what your purpose is. And don't feel threatened by saying, oh my gosh, I don't know. And like yours did with the cleaning business. But the fact that you actually got up and you were excited to support other women to have more time off gave you that magnetic energy versus like, oh my gosh, I've got to go clean a toilet today, right? Exactly. Look at the different, look at the different energy. So you will see businesses that have that deeper perspective on their life purpose at the time become so successful. It is, it is absolutely guaranteed. I, I will go, I'll start on a limb and say it's absolutely guaranteed that if you put your heart and soul into a business, that it will be magnetic. I agree, especially because I've, again, like kind of witnessed that firsthand. When I put my soul into that business, that business stood out so much for several reasons. But I do like to believe that the main one was because my perspective around it was different. And I took the time to infuse those perspectives into the brand of the company and I also love how you said, don't be alarmed if you don't feel like you know your life's purpose. Because when I started the cleaning company, I, at the time, I didn't know that was my life's purpose, right? I had no idea I was in college. I was like, I get to be in control of my own hours, my wage. I get to help women have this time freedom back. And this has been a journey for five years getting to this point. And um, for me, it happened because I was willing to go on that journey of self-discovery to see, okay, what is my soul's passion? What am I really passionate about? And the underlying theme was, even since I was cleaning, helping women. And time freedom has always been a key component of my brand. And now I do that through helping them build their business. I love that. What stood out for me was freedom and the impact that freedom has on your life and the freedom that you give to other people's, your clients' lives. So the freedom to have your own working hours, the freedom to be earning your kind of salary 
um, and giving freedom to your clients. Now that hasn't changed. Whether you have a cleaning business or if you have a coaching business, that for you is your core, one of your core visions, which is probably not going to change. And isn't that beautiful? So there you can connect the dots and you can realize, oh my gosh, of course. And how beautiful that I get the chance to do that because that means something to me. Freedom means something to me. I love that so much because it really is true. And as I mentioned earlier, I wouldn't have had that awareness without going on this journey. So for those of you listening, if you're a beginner or even if you're not, just remember that this is a journey. And part of this process is just enjoying the journey and the, the path that you take to get there. So you're going to share more about building a soul aligned brand and helping people start to infuse some of this into their business. So what is yes. the first step or part of that? So the first part of that, um, I have a framework and that would be their brand vision. So we spoke of, we touched on that a little bit earlier and that is getting crystal clear on what you want to be known for and how you help others. So we just discovered like Haley, for you, it is, you know, what you want to be known for and how you help others as you give freedom to other people. And then again to yourself as well. There are definitely people that are starting out in their um, entrepreneur journey, but a lot of my clients are the ones that have been in business for maybe two or three years, up to five years, and they've kind of been doing really good, but now it's time to shift and say, you know what, I feel it, I'm ready to do, to be absolutely phenomenal, right? I'm going to shift my business, I'm going to tighten things up, I'm going to get my systems organized, and I'm going to be getting really clear on my vision. So before you can start with a solar line brand, for the company or the person wanting to make that quantum leap in their business, ask yourself, what is my brand vision? What's the overall brand vision? How do I impact others? What is my sole purpose? So we touched on that already. And that's the first step. The next step is your brand values. What do you stand for, right? So for example, Haley, for yours might be freedom. It might be abundance. It might be travel. Um, you know, I see you nodding your head, although obviously the listeners can't see that. And I work with people to kind of help them get clear on what that is, because sometimes you need someone who has, who doesn't know you very well, but just gets into your soul and into your heart. And I have, I'm quite intuitive in that way. When I work with people, we have a chat over Zoom, obviously, and I help them get clear on what their brand values are. What do they stand for? What do they, what do they, what do they want to be known for? Um, and what sets you apart from other people as well? Because there are so many people doing the same thing, right? Even designers, web designers, logo designers, trust me, there are millions and millions out there. And you might feel despondent and you're thinking, well, I'm just another web designer. I'm just another photographer. I'm just another life coach. No, you're not. You have an individual energy and life force that will attract your right audience and helping you get clear on what your brand stands for and what sets you apart is what you will be known for and people will be attracted to you. So I'm going to give you an example. I spoke to you a little bit earlier about my uh, swimming in cold water 
and my dream to take people out and swim with the dolphins, right? So let's look at my brand voice, for example. So what do I want to be? What are my core content themes? What am I going to be talking about on social media? What do I want to be known for? So yes, I want to be known for personal branding, right? But I also want to be known for ocean conservation. People respond, you know, talk to me as if I'm a mermaid. Um, they know that I'm South African and I love dolphins and I love swimming in cold water. Now already by sharing that with you and your audience, I'm already creating a picture of myself that is holistic, right? Versus, hey, I'm just a web designer and I design logos, right? You getting into my, I'm letting you into some very special parts of me that is um, personal, right? And that's what personal branding is about. So the more I'm able to share with my audience on social media, hey, I love the beach, I did this, um, I'm actually going to be buying a houseboat any day now. So that's part of my whole mermaid thing. And I want to live there and, and have retreats on there. And this is part of my brand. So don't think that the brand is just the logo design and the colors I'm using. This is me. This is my brand. So I'm going to put that out there. So the first thing you can do if you are wanting to kind of rev up your brand, find certain core themes that you want to speak about. And that could be the fact that you have four children. It could be the fact that you live in a really cold environment. It could be the fact that you love um, a certain kind of dog. It doesn't matter. Whatever that means something to you, share that. People don't share that. They think, oh my gosh, who really cares? But the thing is this, is that I do live a unique life. I do live in South Africa. It's slightly different. I think it's normal, right? But there are billions of people in the world that do not live here. And they love the fact that I share my love of this country with my audience. So to your audience, I'm going to say, what sets your part? Um, what do you really love to do? Are you a wedding photographer that has the most epic locations, right? Like what sets you apart? There is something that sets you apart. Don't think that there isn't. Even if you find two or three things, start sharing them and work on them and bring them out into the world because people will start to, the amount of people that contact me and say, oh my gosh, I love swimming as well. Oh my gosh, I've been to South Africa. Please do my branding for me. There's always a connection or, hey, I'm South African. I now live in Australia. Carol, you are the one for me. I know that we're connected. We're trying to find that special cord between myself and my ideal clients. And the way that I do that is not just my branding. It's through my personal stories, something that means something to me and people will connect with that. And the more we do that, the more the right people come to us and less of the wrong clients will come to us. And that's why I call it a magnetic brand, a magnetic branding, because as soon as you start tapping into that realm, then the right clients come to you with ease and grace. I hope you're enjoying this episode so far. Make sure you never miss a show by clicking the subscribe button now. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you so much for your support. And now back to the show. I think a common misconception when it comes to branding is people think it really is just the logo and your color palette and, you know, your fonts, three different fonts, that sort of thing. More of the design type of stuff and it's so refreshing to hear the way that you're teaching this because 
I wouldn't have thought building a brand would mean taking some of my personal elements and infusing mm-hmm. them into the business. So I absolutely love that. So now the next phase is actually how do you translate that now into your actual colors, fonts, your style and your designs. And also don't forget your, your personal brand photographs, which is so important. That's part of your branding as well. So as we go into our brand voice, don't forget we can use symbols now in our branding. So you'll find on social media, very often I'll put an emoji of a mermaid, right? And that is reinforced all the time. You'll be surprised how I do that. It's not out of just, oh my gosh, I like the emoji. It's to reinforce my brand just from emojis. So you could do that in your branding as well. So a lot of my branding voice, the pictures that I post are pictures of me in the water. So I do have branding photographs that were specifically taken of me in water. And you'll see on some social medias, it's actually me half in the water, half out the water, because I wanted to reinforce that. What does that have anything to do with being a brand designer, web designer? Zero. But the whole thing with running a business and creating a brand is you've got to keep it light. You've got to actually laugh at yourself. You can't take this too seriously. It's got to have a bit of fun element in it. Because think about it this way. I mean, who would you want to buy from, right? You want to buy from people that you really like and you know, like, and trust them. So I can deliver the goods. I have a portfolio, I have clients, I've got testimonials, I can back up what I'm saying with specific work. So it's not like I'm just having fun swimming in the water all day, right? I have a very strong strategy. I have a lot of projects that I'm working on that I share as well. So people can see my credibility. I do have credibility. But who wants to see that boring stuff all the time? (laughs) Nobody. Nobody wants to see that. They want to talk to me about the cool stuff, right? And you find even on social media, um, they'll res- people respond more to my beautiful sunsets of the beach. And just on that note, like when I go to your Instagram, I love it because I'm personally really drawn to the water. Like that's one of my core elements. I could not move anywhere that was not close to the water. And so when I go to your Instagram, it's so beautiful and there's water and you do have that mermaid theme instead of going there and seeing just a bunch of people's brand boards that you work with, all brand boards, it's meshed in there with the other content, which is, I, I really love enjoying your Instagram feed because of that. And that's what I would want to encourage everyone here that's listening to go and look at that. How can you infuse more personality into your social media? How can you really stand up even if you're an introvert, and trust me, I'm 100% an introvert, and I know a lot of entrepreneurs are, it doesn't mean you have to shy behind your um, photography work or your client's testimonials or my design work. Make yourself stand out from that crowd. Have fun with yourself. Make, laugh at yourself. And you'll be surprised how many friends you find online that are really want to work with you as well. So you'll see, you write a lot of my branding is sandy colored, um, light colored, because really I want to showcase my client's work. So you'll find a lot of the designs is just, my branding is very simple and easy. And because I like luxury, but I like being barefoot on the beach. I've had to incorporate that into my brand. That's the kind of girl I am. And I love working with clients that are, from all over and some of them have the most beautiful luxurious brands some of them live in Bali and have these beautiful kind of travel 
brands and colors. So I try and translate what myself and my clients have worked with in terms of their brand vision and their brand values and try and infuse that now into their brand using the right colors, the right fonts and the right photographs. So obviously if I have a, for example, a yoga teacher who lives in Bali. So obviously those going to have some beautiful pictures of her doing yoga on the beach. Can you can just imagine it, right? How cool is that? So part of her brand would have those, the photographs would only enhance her brand even more. So I'm here to kind of just tie all of that together and really just make everything cohesive and really simple, but everyone can understand. They can look at the picture and they go, oh my gosh, we know who she is. We know how, how she can help us. That is very important for me when I'm creating brands for people is to kind of, like I said, get that thread, know what they want out of life, know what their gift is to the world and translate that into their, their branding. Yeah. I love how you mentioned the cohesiveness because by having that cohesive element, you're also building that no like, and trust factor because when someone goes to your website and they see certain graphics and visuals and they go to your Instagram, they see the same thing and they see yes. the way you talk, like the copywriting on your Instagram, mm -hmm. it kind of builds that no like, and trust factor mm -hmm. along with the credibility pieces that you mentioned before too. It does. And that's why even if we look at our relationships with the people that are close to us, our friends and our loved ones, that we know, like, and trust them. And that's reinforced again and again. In other words, there's a consistency that we keep on showing up in the same way, the same time. Now, I'm not saying that people might say, oh my gosh, what does that mean for my brand? I've got to keep the same colors and that forever and ever. No, not at all. A lot of the times I work with clients every two, three years, they'll come to me and they say, oh my gosh, my branding is just catapulted and quantum leap my business. Now I have I'm ready for that next phase and I'm ready to capture a new audience and I've decided to niche even further. So you can change your brand. You can bring fonts through, you can bring some different colors through, but we, I always like to weave that oldish brand with a new one. So for example, if you have a wardrobe of clothes, right? Sometimes you just kind of feel like you outgrow some clothes. So you throw away most of the pieces and you might give it to charity and then you slowly buy new colors and you'd be surprised. Also, if you're talking about branding, the best thing to do, if you say, Oh, Carol, I've got no idea what my colors are. I don't know anything. I don't know how to do that. Open up your wardrobe. Look at the clothing items that you most likely are wearing. What jewelry are you wearing? Is it gold? Is it silver? Is it you wear a lot of gemstones or crystals, um, your home, you'd be surprised how many times I can identify a person's brand just by seeing the background of their Zoom um, and their style. And it is so beautiful. I've got an amazing client I'm working with and her brand is based on her renovating her home, the furniture pieces. So instead of giving me a brand board or brand pictures, she's like, okay, here's a walkthrough in my camera of my home. And I'm creating a brand from that because of the colors are so subtle and the elegance that she's wanting to convey in her brand. You can never be confused about your brand because you'll be surprised. It's you have hints all over your home and your pets, you know, the people and things that are around you and the things that you do all day. You can extract that. 
So if anyone is thinking, how can I update my brand right now today? What colors could I look at? How could I um, create a new brand? My biggest advice to you would be to simplify your brand. If you're using five fonts, turn it down to two or three. If you're using a whole bunch of colors, stop that. I think the more that we have the less in our brand, the more it gets elevated. So that's just a little bit of a tip. So you don't have to prove yourself by doing a whole bunch of colors. And I'm not saying that a colorful brand doesn't work, but done in the right way, um, you really want to simplify your brand and that will make it elevate out of everyone else because everyone's trying to clamor and, and, and shout and be bold. And sometimes it's the subtle ones, the softer ones um, that really actually do stand out. You'd be surprised. And you can still have pinks and golds and blacks. You can still have that in your brand, but keep it minimalistic and that will really stand out. That is so helpful. And so if someone currently has a bunch of colors in their brand right now, you're not really saying to go and throw out all those colors, just minimalize it maybe a little bit and treat some of those colors like the gold or the glitter or the pink as mm -hmm. like a sprinkle here and there. Is that correct to say? Yes, that's what I'm saying. Exactly. So if you have an Instagram feed, you don't have to use the glitter on every single post. You could do it every fifth post. You could have a splash. Like I think in my Instagram feed, I have a splash of black every fifth one or 10th one. It's kind of like, because I still want to be bold, right? I've still got a kick-ass personality behind me and I don't want to, you know, let that be quiet. So you'll find that a lot of the brands I do, there's a subtlety to them and then there's a bit of a pounce of color and boldness. And, um, and that's where you, we still are those, those kinds of people. There's still that personality that can be translated into colors, textures, um, elements, because that's another part of the brand as well. One of my clients, I use a lot of floral designs in her, business, in her, in her branding because she's feminine and she's attracting the right kind of um, client base for that. So on top of the pinks and the beautiful light grays, we've got these beautiful florals on top of that. So think to yourself, what other elements could I use in my brand that people can recognize? So the goal is here is that when someone goes onto um, Instagram and they see a post of yours, they will know it's yours without reading anything. Imagine if they can't even speak English, they should be able to identify your brand just by your style. And that comes over time. So like I said, you don't have to have the same style on every single Instagram post. Play around with it. One time it could be that font. This time it could be the glitter. Next time it could be um, just a photograph of you with a bit of a rose or some kind of floral behind you. It doesn't matter. But the holisticness, the whole cohesiveness of it should be pretty tight. You have a core, I call them the, the my brand vault. And you have a certain brand vault that you work with. The fonts, the colors, um, the kind of style of images that you use. And you and your, if some people have virtual assistants, make sure that they stick to those at any cost to reinforce your brand. And all it is from then is just consistency, consistency, consistency. The more we can be consistent with our brand and show up same way, day after day after day, people will trust you. They will trust you. And 
I feel like there's a, such a bigger connection. So I would highly recommend if there's something missing, if you feel in your brand, there's something missing, you don't know what that secret ingredient, search yourself, find those beautiful gems within yourself and really share that with the world. Um, you don't have to share all the everything. And I'm not saying you should do that. There are obviously certain things that I'm sure you'd like to keep private, but things that you're comfortable in sharing uh, your life with your dog, um, buying new crystals, whatever that is. Or for me, I'm going to be showing everyone my houseboat and I've got this, you know, mermaids, uh, um, you know, house now. And that's the kind of thing that I'm going to be reinforcing in my brand because it means something to me. I'm not doing it for any other reason than it's bringing, it's bringing me joy. So share that joy with the, your audience. And I think that is missing. I think people are putting too much pressure on ourselves. Be yourself, show up, bring your joy and 10% say, Hey, you know what? I've got something I want to share with you. And what do you think about that? Here's the link to see more. You'd be surprised how many people will click on that. I love that. And I know we also touched on this earlier too, in terms of obviously, as we've discussed, branding goes way beyond just a logo and color schemes. It's safe to say that branding can really infuse into every area of your mm -hmm. business. I would say that even the kind of language that you use in your, in your posts, so even your hashtags. So the whole thing is not to take it too seriously. I know it sounds weird coming from me because I'm telling you it's important and you need to create your brand. And, but I think sometimes the less intense we make it, we kind of just create an elegance. Um, like for example, someone like Oprah doesn't even have a brand. She can just show up. Mm -hmm. She just is. And she commands the respect uh, of people around her without even saying anything. Now she's obviously had a huge, long, a very long journey to get there. But what if that is enough for us as well? What if just being present is actually enough? We don't have to prove ourselves. We are worthy. We are enough. We are everything right here and right now. And you'll be surprised how much if you embody that energy right now, that people will want more of that because that is the most attractive thing ever is someone just believing in themselves. And that's really what branding is, is the missing link. Once you, you have a brand that you're confident about, it's not the brand so much that's going to sell your programs. It's you. You are the confident person and you are going to attract the right people. And yes, the brand is kind of like a beautiful cloak around you that you're going to wear with pride, but ultimately it's to bring out the best in you. That is so incredibly powerful. And as you said, just showing up as you are, knowing that is enough right now. And then ultimately, the branding really comes from that place, right? It comes as a result of showing up as who you are and infusing that into that process. Exactly. So any final or any last takeaways you'd like to share with the listeners? I think the final takeaway I can say is just stick in your own lane. Don't look and see what other people are doing with their brand because it can be extremely intimidating. Um, you know, you don't know what budget that person has had or how long they've created that brand. So they could have the most amazing brands and you think, thinking, thinking, I don't have the budget for that. You do have the budget for that. Whatever your budget is, is enough to create a most incredible epic brand. So please stick in your own lane. 
Don't look to other people. Create a brand from the inside out. Don't look at other people's brands. We want to really get your essence and your energy out into the world. Perfect. I love that so much. And where can people find you online? They can find me online. Uh, we spoke about Instagram quite a lot. So it's um, Carol Hampshire at Carol Hampshire and Facebook as well, Carol Hampshire. And my website is carolhampshire.com. So you can't really go wrong. Pretty easy there. And I will link all of that in the show notes so people can find you. And this was so incredible. Thank you so much, Carol, for being here today and sharing this wonderful branding knowledge with our listeners. You are so welcome. Thank you so much, Haley. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, you can help support the show by making sure you're subscribed, hit the five stars and leave a review. Thank you, my empowered fam for supporting the show and tune in next week for another episode.